Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of cricket handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. And what a fun way to learn about the money line rules at your sports books for tennis yesterday afternoon. Miss Anna Collins-Style wins the first set, goes up two games in the second, and Miss Halep quickly retires. I know some people did cash. Um, if you had a bet online ticket, that was actually where I was. So I got lucky enough to cash it, but I got some sad messages and condolences to everybody, but not losing's fine. And that was one too, where you can say like, no, the rules are where you're betting. I don't think we even considered Halop a retirement risk. Like that was, that was odd. It, it was a bit odd, but yeah, good, uh, fair play by Callan Skaya. She has another winnable match tomorrow, um, tomorrow morning and or, I'm not sure when it is. The timing of these has been all over the place. But, uh, yeah, that was a fun match and almost had another one. Went to a third set tiebreaker. That was a lot of fun yesterday. And uh, don't know her name. Pendlick. What what the fuck? Oh, Mandlick. Mandelick. Yeah, person I've never heard of. But the, the five and a half was a laugher. That got there. So good job yeah. to her. Good job to a lot of these tennis players. And, yeah, it's uh, – Oh, I had a winner. Cressy. I know. Um, drops the first set, comes back, and all you have to do is make it into that third set. And it's like, uh, you know, running the mile against a guy who's only trained to run three quarters of a mile. <laughs> Jackson was done dealing. I think it was a six. That might have been a third set uh, bageling. I, uh, it was either 6 0 or 6 1. Either way, he trucked him in the third set. I needed, I just needed the, uh, a two-game win in the, in the third set was all we needed to get that handicap home because I did pay the extra money to, what was it, pay the one and a half despite saying I wanted to find a two, which now, yeah, it was a bageling. So 6-4, quite the scoreline, very WTA-ish there with a weird third set. Good job to us. We're back with, uh, back with some more tennis. I'm even playing some more ATP. I've really enjoyed watching I like ATP. Well, I just I enjoy it's watching. A good color on you, North America. Yeah, the North American, uh, the North American part of the like ATP schedule definitely not the most prestigious. It's not even the most prestigious part of being in North America. Like winning in California and Florida at the Sunshine Double, those are way bigger wins than probably. I mean, Cincinnati and whatever we have, Toronto or Montreal, those are one thousands, but. I think those don't get the shine that the early season stuff does. So I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. And this morning I'm watching some golf and uh, I've got two bets for today. One of them did go off already this morning. And if I run that one back later tomorrow, it'll probably be on the show tomorrow. So I won't even talk about it in case we did. We do the thing where ah they started in the morning and now it's an afternoon one and I'm playing it again. But uh, later on today, Taylor Pendrith uh, will take on, wow, the, the golf course. I wonder if these guys ever know who they're matched up. Like, there's got to be one or two of these golfers who, like, bet on golf. And, like, no, th- I wonder if they go check. Like, who who do the sports folks have me matched up with in my matchups? Because I would be, in- if I was a professional golfer, I would be interested in knowing that. Like I was saying uh, the other day on VSIN, uh, I was annoyed when I have this list of guys I'm ready to fade 
it's the same thing, I suppose, with tennis. You know, Alex, if you have a girl coming in and it's like, hey, she's probably a fade on this surface, coming off a different surface or coming off this tournament. And then you go look at the draw and it's like, well, shit, there's like no way I can bet against her in probably the first three matches and then she's done anyway. It's annoying. And that happened with Chris Goddard up. I really wanted to fade him. He goes up against a, another guy I wanted to fade and Cam Champ, I believe, and they're both struggling. So it could stay away for me, I guess. I saved some I've always been surprised the way they do the matchups, that it's not always people that play together. That kind of blows my mind. I, I feel like if I was setting these lines, I would only ever match guys that were in the same threesome. Yeah, and th- three balls, to be fair. That is what they do. But, yeah, with these matchups, it's it's often – it's you know it's often just guys who are near each other in the odds and close enough in the for the dailies you got to be pretty close like they don't love offering easier the morning to set lines for. yeah morning afternoon stuff is was, when we used to have five dimes that used to be a thing where if they offered a because full tournament matchups there is plenty of this where hey this guy tees off at eight the other guy tees off at two p.m. because you have seventy two holes to settle it. And a lot of times that evens out. But five dimes was bound and determined that if they offered a full tournament matchup, they were going to offer a round one matchup. And every once in a while, you'd have the weather where it's like, shit, there's going to be a two-stroke difference. And you can just blindly bet all those. But no, for the most part, these matchups are guys who are near the same tee time. Today, looking, these guys, for me, will start at 12.27 and 12.49 since it's in North Carolina, I'm guessing that's local. So probably about an hour when Taylor Pendrith does tee off here. Um, 12.27 p.m. Eastern would be yep. his tee time. I have him laying the half stroke over Ricky Fowler. I made this a really big favorite. There was a lot of things I didn't love about Fowler. That's kind of been an, uh, an ongoing thing, but <clears throat> form sucks. Accuracy off the tee, greens and regulation, all that sucks. Like course fit good enough but still middle of the pack in a field like this is not good and that's where i have him for course fit so i had him pretty low and taylor pendrith is a guy i've uh i've backed here and there i'm glad i'm i mean it was one of those where he is coming off a really good tournament sometimes it's a little sketchy a guy like this who doesn't have the win equity doesn't have some big wins or big finishes coming off a, a big tournament like he had, but man, he just matches up so well with this course. And Taylor Pendrith is somebody I expect to use probably in a few matchups. If you know his his odds were 50, 60 to one. So he's gonna get matched up with guys similarly and obviously coming off a really good tournament form was great. And then the you know his fairway accuracy and his fits really, really something I like this week. So late to half stroke and still paying. It is still a little bit juicy. But uh, just that one for this afternoon. I'll have some more probably tomorrow. I can dig it. I'm excited to see who I have on the other side. And yeah, Fowler, it seems to be like one of your best baits. You've been going against him quite a bit. Henderson's was great <laughs> last years. week. So. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. And then, uh, yeah, wind. Oh, shit. I was, I didn't even see that. I didn't look at the sheet. I didn't know we were doing this. Is this today <laughs> or just tomorrow morning in Washington? One's today, one's tomorrow. All right, I won't. I won't spoil the. I won't spoil the fun. But there's a. Uh, I know some other people who've bet the San Jose bet too. So I'm kind of excited about this one. This afternoon in San Jose, nothing in Washington for me today. Um, everything looks just about right. You know, if you're itching maybe for some action in Washington, 
Um, the totals have started to balance out a little bit, but you know, maybe Teresa Martin, Martin Soba is plus 300, plus five games against Vika Azarenka. I was close to betting that. I ended up passing on it. I had it closer to four and a half and maybe like 260 or so. So a little bit of an edge, but not enough to play. But in San Jose this afternoon, or maybe tonight, let me double check. This will be tonight. This is the closer. It'll be probably 10 o'clock, honestly, Eastern time. Um, probably fall asleep while I'm watching this tonight. Coco Goff goes up against Naomi Osaka. Goff a favorite, which, you know, if you've been under a rock for about a year and a half or so, would be really surprising. I mean, Naomi Osaka former world number one, uh, multiple Grand Slam champion, one of the best, if not best, hardcore players in the game, has really leveled off, has been playing a lot less tennis, and Goff continues to get better and better and show us consistency in a really high level. And it makes perfect sense to me that she's favored here, and I would have her as a bigger favorite. Instead of playing the minus 134, though, um, some more value here in the game spread. Looks like she's listed minus one and a half, minus two most places. If you can sell out to a two and a half and a three, um, which, you know, a lot of the legal books will offer a half game line. So you should be able to find that two and a half at any regulated spot. Bookmaker, I think, has this line. Bovada has this line. A handful of the offshores will let you sell half a game here and there. So, yeah, golf minus two and a half at plus really anything. It looks like a really nice bet to me. Sell out to three if you want. Um, if she gets through this match, I think it's going to be a very comfortable win, even in three sets, you know, something like a 6-3, we're still going to cover this. I, I love this short number and, especially when it's plus money. So give me Goff here against Naomi Osaka. And then tomorrow morning, like you said, I'm just going to keep back in Anna Kay here. She played some great tennis against Halep, um, you know, really bullied her off the court. And who knows whether Halep was injured or not, but just kind of decided to give up. And I think tomorrow, again, we're looking at a match against Kaya Kanepi. And this number's on the move. Kudos to our buddy Vinny, um, who was actually able to get closer to plus 200 on the money line in this three and a half games actually at plus money. So a lot of CLB for him, but I think this number honestly might keep moving. Callum Sky, I have this closer to plus 130 or so. Um, so even a plus 170, I like this quite a bit. The three and a half games at standard juice, I had this closer to two and a half, maybe in a juicy three, something like that. So three and a half at standard juice, the plus 170. These are great conditions for her, and she has a chance, I think, to win a couple of more matches here. So give me her over Kanepi. Goff will be this afternoon. Kalinskaya tomorrow <clears throat> could be as early as noon. I'm down. You know I like my some Goff. And, yeah, I think, I think yeah, you're right. Vinny did play some Kalinskaya as well. He is He's one that is perfectly fine hitting some pinnacle openers, and uh, it's not often that – and if you – if you watched the deep dive at all, he was our German friend. That's not Suma that we had on the show the other day talking, talking about a few different things. And yeah, he is not often wrong when he hits an early line. It usually goes that just one direction. He does crush some CLV. Um, and also, yeah, chaperone. This was something that came to mind today because I also had one I liked quite a bit. And I saw a little value in ATP Andy hitting the hitting the Washington DC streets again. I uh, shouldn't play stupid parlays. I'm much better at just, you know, <laughs> straight plays. That Friday play was just terrible right off the bat. But um, a guy, the guy I, we bet yesterday. Yeah, and that's that's part of my whole bit in football is, like, I'm Ooh. fine just turning heel immediately and going against someone. Uh, it, was, it wasn't really a Cressy backing. Granted, yes, he's had some decent results. He played well. He's had some good runs. And it was Jack Sock. It was a Jack Sock fate. Like, 
Goffin should have just wrecked that guy. It was really let him off the hook. And right off the bat, it looked bad too. And then you just kind of need to work like Novocaine. It just it takes a little while. It always kicks in. Jack Sock drops the third set, 6-2. Love. That was a beautiful little result. Got the handicap home. Today, I am fading Maxime Cressy. If you watched any of that match or if you pay attention to tennis, Maxime Cressy does one thing really well, and it's double faulting. He is very, and I, I shouldn't pick on the whole WTA, but there are a few women, and Alex can throw some names where it's like Christ ladies. Just try to get the second serve in, huh? What are we what are we doing with this? He he has an extremely high double fault uh rate over the past two matches, of which he is uh I mean, even if you go back and look, he won a final in Newport earlier in July with a 13.8% double fault rate against Bublik. Like, he won that match. That's what's going on with these. It still went three, but yeah, even against Jack Sock, almost 14% double fault rates. He did hit some nice aces, but some of that was just third set. Jack Sock, I feel like giving up a little. And today he's taking on, I'd say going from Jack Sock to Andre Rublev, pretty big step up in class. Um, maybe one of the bigger steps up you could. This is your one seed. It's someone who it dropped out or dropped out, lost to lost a weird one in uh, Hamburg, but has played pretty well. Has a couple titles this season. Is a top ten player. Could just truck him. And yeah, if you're double faulting against uh, against Rublev, you're not going to have a good time. You're not going to just get breakbacks and get time. gifts like this. So yeah, Rublev really, really. I was kind of hesitant to back some of these guys that moved off clay, maybe didn't have the best clay seasons altogether. All those nice run quarterfinal run in uh, Roland Garros and then uh, middling results in Bastad and uh, Hamburg, but coming off the clay, bouncing back to hard court, just trucked Jack Draper, like a real routine six, four, six, two. I think that's what we see again today, probably a you know, two set win with a double break mixed in. So Bovada had this for even money. And I'm like, oh, I should check one more place. And I go to Bookmaker, plus 130. Or one, it was one way or the other. I think actually Bovada is plus 130. So, um, yeah, shop around on these. A lot of the places are going to offer minus two and a half. The, if you can get the minus three at a big plus number, I like that quite a bit better because I do see this probably having one set where Things go real cockeyed for Mr. Cressy. So Rublev minus three and a half. And just like you said, this uh, one of your matches, mine is the final in the order of play. Although in Washington, D.C., that is not nearly as late as the the West Coast tournaments of San Jose and Los Cabos. So I don't know, like six-ish tonight, something like that. The thing about being last in the order of play is the time really doesn't matter. <laughs> like take that time and add an hour. Yeah. There's been a lot of unders in Washington, so maybe these go fast, but I don't know. I think we're due for a few longer matches. You know, more importantly, we're due for, Andy, football. football. Apparently, it's been like five months and three weeks or something. I saw somebody tweeted what the exact days were, but football. It has been quite a while, and boy, I didn't want to make a bet on this. So I ended up, I'm like, I should just play player props. Ended up playing a prize picks entry. I haven't done prize picks. I've been doing some golf prize picks. I put some of that out. I'll put this out on the on the timeline too. If you don't have a prize picks account, 
you can still use promo code BBB and get a $100 deposit match. But I did a fun one today. It is golf, football, and baseball. And I'll, I won't touch on any of them too long. But Billy Horschel, I have to cheer against him a little bit for uh, one-and-done reasons. But, man, he is just set up to crush this course. And hopefully it comes with him putting poorly because I did take him over 14 greens in regulation. I really have him so high in my driving accuracy, in my you know short irons. Like He's really set up to find – I mean, we've seen this on easy courses. 18 greens in regulation happens. Like he is – that's his ceiling, hit, hitting all of the greens today. So – uh, I think the conditions are fine. We're not going to see heavy winds out there at all this weekend, basically at all, uh, you know, whatsoever. Like the weather looks like nighttime rain every every day, which obviously, Alex, you know what that means. Nice soft greens in the morning. So mm-hmm. we could see some really low scores as we go through this week. But Billy Horschel, over 14 greens in regulation. I'll leave the football for last. I'll jump to the bottom. Justin Verlander, ever heard of him? Yeah, very good pitcher. Uh-huh. So his strikeout total struck me as terribly low, and then I saw who he's playing. Cleveland strikes out the least in the league. A little bit of a surprising team. They're in the race for the AL Central. They didn't do much at the deadline, but they don't strike out all that often. I believe it's just over seven times per game. Uh, But Verlander has faced some of the better strikeout teams in the league, in the Mets, Washington, uh, over the past month or two of his starts. And he's able to to reach or eclipse this every time. Uh, Over his last five starts, he's at least reached five. He has a a 10, a nine. I think you're just getting a cheap number because it is Cleveland. And I think we'll be just fine if Verlander to, I mean, push it worst here. He's been very good, just shoving, shoving the last month or so. So Verlander over 5Ks, and, yeah, ballsy, Patrick says, to put out preseason lines. Snoop Connor, ever heard of him? No. Uh, that was, yeah, that was, it's the opposite of that. No, nobody knows. No, I know of a Snoop, but not a Snoop Connor. No, it is a whole different guy. He is your third string running back down in Jacksonville. But your first and second stringers are? coming back from some injuries last year, and there's a 0.0% chance. And that's not me <clears throat> prognosticating. That's been said. They're not playing. Like, this is your starter. He is going to he is gonna mix with uh, – get some mixed time with another guy, but he should see a bulk of the carries, especially in the first half. I, it's hard to take, like, last year's stats and use it because even on defense you're facing a lot of backups. But – if you want to look at that, Las Vegas was a middle-of-the-road rush defense last year. So over 30.5 yards. This is my first football foray for the year. So Horschel, Greens and Regulation over 14. Snoop Connor over 30.5 yards. And Verlander over five strikeouts. Pays five to one, baby. And I will what? be looking for actual Snoop Connor um like props. I'll, I'll probably bet that as well. But wanted to do a fun prize picks one for a Friday. I poked around. It's there's basically just you know spreads, totals. I haven't seen really too much. We'll see as the day goes on. I wonder if someone on the stones to open up some touchdown markets and things like that. I don't think we'll get first touchdowns for, but certainly not this early. I mean, do you have any opinion at all on the game? Do you think we're going to see anything interesting? I've seen a lot of articles floating around about experts and their opinions on this particular game. Apparently, people want to play the under, but I have no idea how to even begin here. Yeah, if you want to play the under, you do it when it opens. 
for like a dozen years in a row, this opens and it drops to, you know, it drops three points. Like if you want to play the under in the preseason Hall of Fame game, you wait for it to open and you bet it. Like you don't do it now once it's dropped down to 30 already, even though 30 probably still hits. But yeah, no interest, high variance game. Obviously, you're you're missing the starters. You're going to get C.J. Beathard playing a bunch of those games. Not high level of offense, but sometimes that can bite you in the ass too with some turnovers or defensive scores. Like, eh, yeah, no no interest. Just some player props for me. Maybe a second half play. Maybe a halftime scope. Who knows? Yeah, two new coaches. Look at the Raiders. It's they kind of have a lot of older players. I wonder how much you see those guys and. Who knows what Dougie P wants to do with the Jags, but we already know, like you said, those running backs aren't playing. It's just not worth it. Can't have Etienne's foot blow up again. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't want don't don't play these running backs. So, um, I thought Bethard was Jake Luton. I think I thought Bethard was going to make some appearances. Maybe maybe yeah. I'm I'm way off on what we're seeing for for uh, quarterbacks. Even I was Luton, I'm Luton. Luton. Not to be there, confused yeah, that's the thing about that's the thing about some of these guys too. Like Slaughter has a chance to play, but he's been with the team for like six days. So I mean, there's a good case for some pretty bad offense. But that's the thing about that's the thing about a running back. That's why I went to a running back. It's like it's pretty straightforward, guy. Like you've been a running back since high school. Just here's the play, hit the hole. Hopefully it just works by attrition and he can get there. So rooting, tooting, looting in prime time. Oh my god, yeah, I'm I'm going to watch this because it's football, but I'm not going to like it. They have to watch it. It's football. So all right, well, thank you to our sponsor FanDuel. Thank you to Patrick for saying ballsy and rooting, tooting in the same set of uh, the same chat today. If you watched and you. Learned anything, hit a thumbs up. If you got dumber, hit a thumbs up. If you uh, are excited for football, hit a thumbs up, and we'll catch you tomorrow for a Friday send-off.